Welcome to Faith City Outreach, where your host, Marina Maria, reaches out to the world to discuss Christian topics and providing biblical solutions, as well as praying for the nations. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The music in this broadcast is provided courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Now, here is your host, Marina Maria. Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Karen Koval, who is a producer in Los Angeles, California, and a co-owner of Joint Effort, which is a film production company. Karen is a co-owner with her husband, Jim, of JC Productions, which is a music production company. She is currently packaging a feature film and developing a children's book, and a TV anthology series. Karen, thank you so much for being on Faith City Outreach to share your testimony and to share your nonprofit corporation, Hollywood Prayer Network. Thanks for having me, Marina. You know, Karen, when I first read about the Hollywood Prayer Network from your website, the first thing that came to mind was, wow, I didn't know that Hollywood Prayer Network existed. And I also thought about it and said, wow, thank you so much for existing in Hollywood because it's so much needed. I mean, of course, it's needed everywhere, but especially Hollywood, where the entertainment field is such a big influencer. And so thank you so much for being 20 years strong. I read that in your uh, website also. And your network, your Hollywood Prayer Network, network is dedicated to praying with brothers and sisters in Christ in the entertainment industry, according to the example given to us in the Bible. And so where I want to start is with your salvation story. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's every story is a miracle, isn't it? It is. Uh I was brought up in a home in Chicago. It was a wonderful, creative family. My mom had been an actress. My dad had been a singer. My oldest sister became an actress. And I loved the arts. And we had a wonderful (laughs) home. And so I ended up going to college at the University of Southern California in the theater department. And I got to college and was immediately assigned to a college roommate my freshman year in the dorm. And it turns out she became my best friend. And not only that, but I was so intrigued that even though I had gone to church growing up, I never really understood anything about God. And this roommate, Debbie, was extraordinary. She had come from a really bad background, and yet she had hope and peace and joy. And I was so intrigued that I started asking her questions. And as we became friends that year, she started revealing a deep and personal love for Jesus that I had never known before. And by the end of my freshman year, Debbie and I had spent so much time talking about this love affair she was having that I wanted (laughs) to have what she had. So three weeks before the end of my freshman year of college, I was walking through campus and I said to God, I want what Debbie has, but Mm. there are three things I don't want. I don't (laughs) want to tell anybody about you. I don't want to be a missionary and I don't want to go to Africa. But other than that, you have all of me. And I waited and wondered if some lightning would happen and nothing (laughs) did. So I just went to class. And then I came home from class and I walked in the dorm room and Debbie looked at me and she said, something's different about you. And I said, no, because I had told God I wasn't telling anybody about him. And then that night we were doing our homework and she turned to me and said, Karen, something is different about you. What's going on? And I thought, oh my goodness, is it showing what's happening to me? (laughs) But I denied it again. And we went to bed and the next morning we got up and I was ready to go to class and she stood in front of the dorm room door and she said, Karen, did you become a Christian? And I burst into tears. I couldn't believe that she had noticed. She started crying too. I told her I had become a Christian the day before that I had asked Jesus to take over my life. And I was so excited. I said, I'll tell you about it later. And I ran out the door and I shut the door. And I remember my first thought was, I will only tell Debbie, nobody else. 
And I went to class, and for the next three weeks, I told no one else about my new faith. I went home that summer to Chicago to be there for the summer, and I soon learned that my mom sat me down one day and said that she and my dad were thinking about getting a divorce. I was terribly thrown. I I had no idea this could be possible. I thought I came from a perfect family. And the first thing I said was, Mom, you have to know about Jesus. He'll make this not happen. And she said, what are you talking about? And I said, Debbie told me about Jesus and he changes you and he changes circumstances. And so you have to know. And she said, well, what do you mean? I said, you have to become a Christian. She said, well, how do I do that? And I was so bad at sharing my faith. I had no idea what to say. I said, you just have to pray. You have to talk to him. So she said, well, you do it for me. And I said, I don't know what to say. Just, Lord, just come into mom's life and change her life and let her... Let her follow you. And whatever it is I said, she became a Christian right there. And she said, you have to tell your grandmother. So two weeks later, she set up a lunch. We went to lunch and we sat down at the restaurant. And my mom said, okay, tell your grandmother what you told me. And I bumbled out whatever it was. And my grandmother became a Christian right there. And I had no idea that one of the greatest joys of my life became telling people about Jesus. And then I met my husband at USC. We got out of school and started working in the entertainment industry. I became a producer, and he's a composer. And we soon realized that this was a really difficult place to live and that we needed to start praying with people and start getting support for living in this city that was so hard. Mm -hmm. And we soon realized that we were missionaries in the world's most influential marketplace, And then years later, we got married, we had children, we decided to um, get a world vision child to pray for. And of course, they assigned us this beautiful boy from Africa. (laughs) We got a chance to go to Africa. And on the way home from the most life-changing, incredible trip of my whole life, I realized the three things I told God I didn't want became the three most joyful parts of my life. And I, I don't know what I would do without him. And so I tell people, if you want to have the most exciting journey in the world, you've got to know Jesus. Amen. <laughs> now... Do you still keep in touch with Debbie? Oh, Are you still friends with her? Forever. 40 years later, we're dear friends, yes. She lives up in California, and we don't see each other very often, but we're always in touch. That's beautiful. I know that the Hollywood Prayer Network is 20 years strong and so much needed in Hollywood. But at what point in your life did God lead you to create and become the founding director of Hollywood Prayer Network? Well, when my husband and I first started our work here and we realized we needed prayer, we started a prayer group that lasted 33 years, and we prayed for each other. It was Christians in the Hollywood entertainment industry who wanted to make a difference, who wanted to work in the secular entertainment industry, but wanted to follow Jesus. So we started this group and prayed and prayed, and soon we realized, you know, this is really important, but there is a, there is a division between Christians in Hollywood and the church. The church hates Hollywood. Hollywood hates the church. They want nothing to do with each other. And I I wanted to build a bridge between the two because I have a foot in both worlds. They're Mm -hmm. both wonderful, but they don't Mm -hmm. like each other. So I thought I can't get Hollywood to like the church because we have boycotted them. We've said terrible things about them. We've thrown out our television sets and refused to go to the movies, you know. But I thought if you pray for somebody, you can't hate them. So I thought if I challenged Christians in the church to pray for the people in Hollywood, they would start not hating them. And I started this 20 years ago, and I've been at it ever since, and I'm still working at it. It's a very slow process, but God is moving and he's changing people's hearts. We're seeing a huge community grow of believers in Hollywood. When I started here in the 80s, we could barely find another Christian. And now we know of over 10,000 Christians in Hollywood. We, our prayer group is growing. We have people all over the world praying with us. We have 150 local chapters of the Hollywood Prayer Network in 36 countries. And God is bringing people a prayer and creative people together in a way I never would have imagined. You bring up an important or an interesting um, 
point that you said that Hollywood Christians and the church don't like each other, that there's a division. And I'm thinking, wow, we're called, we're called to be partners. We're called to pray for each other, right? We're called to pray for everyone. Right. And yet there's a spiritual battle about Hollywood. And the reason is Hollywood is literally the most influential city on the planet. Everything that comes out of this city affects every people group across the globe. And what more of a reason to pray for Hollywood? Well, exactly. And yet the enemy has made Christians believe that it's evil here. And they take one verse in the Bible that says, Mm -hmm. flee from evil. Mm -hmm. And they think no Christian should be here. And it's the opposite. The more believers that are here, the more light there is in our industry. The more relationships we build, the more people become Christians. And Christians outside of Hollywood have lost that truth and have have been deceived by the enemy to think we need to stay away. And the fact is we need to be here. Yes. And what other way are we going to introduce Jesus to Hollywood if we are not there? Right? Yes. And we get so many opportunities here to share our faith with creative, wonderful people. I love the people in my industry. They just, a lot of them don't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so they want loving relationships. They want the same thing everybody else wants. They just don't know the source of it. And so we get opportunities to share the love of Christ with people and to walk the journey with them. And the only way you can do that is if you live here and work here. Have you ever had an experience where um, you have asked somebody to pray for them and they have accepted it? Oh, all the time. Like, do they allow you to pray and they're okay and they feel comfortable about you praying for for them? Yes. There was one person once who said, nah, prayer is creepy. And I said, why? He said, you need to ask permission of someone before you pray for them because how do you know what is good for them? And I said, if I read about you in the newspaper that you were in a car accident and I wanted to pray for God to heal you, Mm -hmm. would I need to track you down and get permission to do that? Or can I just bless you from where I am? He's like, oh, yeah, never thought of that. So (laughs) we have people that have come over for dinner and we've just said grace and they've cried. Prayer is powerful. And and I very rarely get someone who doesn't want me to pray for them. That's beautiful. I read in your website that this year marks your 20th anniversary of Hollywood Prayer Network since, uh, I believe, since August of 2001. Are you going to have a big celebration because of that? Well, if we can get people together, I don't know. We're seeing what happens yeah. this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Hopefully I'll by then, know. it'll be a lot better. That's right. I hope so. <laughs> Aside from your other media-related work, I read that you also speak and teach around the country to people of faith, encouraging them to not hate Hollywood. And we just talked about this. And also to encourage them not to boycott its products but instead to pray for the people in the entertainment industry. What kind of reaction do you get from Christians as you speak about the myths of Hollywood? And I know you also have a great video um, about the four myths in Hollywood. Right. What The responses I usually get are one of two things. Either, huh, I never thought of that, or boy, they sure need it. Mm-hmm. So those are the two most responses. What I do is I say, these people are just like anybody else around the globe. And your mm-hmm. church sends out missionaries all over the world. And you pay for them. You pray for them. You put them on your church prayer list. So add people in Hollywood. And it's a new idea to people. I challenge people to pray through the credit list of TV shows and films and just pick out names as the credits are going by and use the credit list as a prayer list. I match up prayer partnerships so that a person on the outside can pray for a Christian on the inside of Hollywood. I I have a kids and teen prayer calendar so that kids Mm -hmm. and families and youth pastors can pull it up every month. We update it every month and they can pray for the current films and TV shows that young people are watching and be able to pray for people on those projects. So I offer any possible way to get people to pray. And 
I've seen through the years, more and more people are willing. That's another way that God is really moving. He's changing the hearts of Christians to not Mm. hate us anymore. At this point, I would feel like most Christians just don't know what to do with Hollywood. So it's a big change and we keep trying and keep showing up and I keep encouraging them that their prayers make an eternal difference. Thank you for the video about the four myths in Hollywood. We are here. We are a community and we are growing every day, but we need your prayers. Don't fall for the myths. I think a lot of people would say that God is not present in Hollywood. I've been here 25 years and I can assure you that he is present. God is everywhere. That would include Hollywood. When I started my career, it really was a calling in my heart. And most people I talk to in the industry who are Christians say the same thing. You've been given gifts, you must use them. Uh, those are God-given gifts. So, yes, he's here. It's important that Christians are here in Hollywood. Because if we're not here, we leave this void, we leave this hole. And we can't expect people who don't know Jesus to act like they know Jesus. So our role as Christians in Hollywood and why we need more Christians to come to Hollywood is to help people understand who he is, to introduce people to Jesus. I just feel like for for too long that Christians have stood in judgment over Hollywood. And instead of really having God's heart for it and seeing it, seeing it really more like Nineveh than Sodom and Gomorrah. There's still kind of this wall of people that aren't yet praying for Hollywood. I think we need more people to do it in order for God to say, okay, now that my people are supporting this, I'm going to do the action that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I'm Karen Covell, producer and the founding director of the Hollywood Prayer Network. Hollywood Prayer Network was launched in 2001 after realizing that Hollywood entertainment industry is a mission field. And Christians can get involved in impacting this mission field through prayer. We mobilize prayer around the world for the people, the projects, and the issues of entertainment executives, professionals, and creative community. And through those prayers, God is invited in to change hearts, to change content, to change lives. And the lives changed in Hollywood will change the world. The most important thing that I see that is happening out here in Hollywood is seeing Christians that are really passionate about filmmaking and excellent in their craft, but they're also passionate about being a light and not just coming out here to do a good job, but they're also falling more and more in love with Jesus. I don't know that it's the job of any TV series or a film to convert somebody. It is the job of culture and media to create a context for meaningful conversation. Hollywood's important for Christians to be involved because of storytelling, being salt and light, being people that actually treat people with respect and pay people a fair wage, deal with people as good employers and good partners. Uh, That speaks a lot about your off-camera faith. The difference that we can make here, because Hollywood is such an influencer, is not just the product that we turn out. But it is being a Christian in the writer's room, on the sound stage, at all of the networks and the studios, being a Christian and showing them what a Christian is like. The more that we as um, Christian professionals and people in the industry can speak out and say, look, I'm a Christian working in this business, it's a business we can make a huge difference in, then I think that will help people on the outside understand more where we're coming from. I absolutely feel like Hollywood is my mission field. I'm from the Midwest, and they have certain ideas about things that were going on in Hollywood and whether or not it's a good idea to pursue art here. And I'm pleasantly surprised to find out that it is the perfect place to pursue both ministry and art. I think Hollywood is so influential because they are culture creators. Terms we all use, clothes we wear, places we like to visit are very influenced by the movies and television that are made right now. Hollywood is definitely a mission field like any other. We have our own language, we're our own tribe, we're our own culture. There are a lot of people here that are hungry, that um, that are seeking, more so than any other place I've ever been. And so we need prayer. Hollywood needs prayer. Um, 
Christians and non-believers alike need prayer. It's important to pray for Hollywood because there's so many external pressures. Whatever problems you're having in your life, they're heightened here in Hollywood. I've actually been on the set where I would have not assumed anybody there was a Christian. And somebody on the crew said, well, can we pray before we started? Prayer is a, has a remarkable impact here in this town. People should pray for Hollywood if they want to see a change in content, if they want to see a revival. I think we need to pray for Hollywood because I think that Hollywood is a redeemable place full of redeemable people. Having somebody praying for us through the Hollywood Prayer Network is like having somebody on the shore throw you a lifeline. The Hollywood Prayer Network needs your help. Your time, your resources, your prayers are needed so that you can be a part of what God's doing in the entertainment industry. We truly believe that praying for Hollywood will not only change culture, but will change the world. Sometimes it feels really lonely out here. And, um, and to know that there are people out there that um, are thinking of us and praying for us and supporting us in what we're doing as Christians in this community, it's really, really important and it makes such a huge difference. One is um, God is not, people think that God is not present in Hollywood. And we know he is. He's present everywhere. Right. And two, you say that, um, or the video says that Christians can't make a difference in Hollywood. Three, Hollywood is a mission field. And four, Hollywood doesn't need prayer. Wow. And, like, none of those Myths. are true. Exactly. God is present here. Christians can make a difference here. Prayer is absolutely necessary, and God is moving here. It's so true. And there was one point where one of the producers said that for such a long time, Christians have stood in judgment of Hollywood. And that made me think. And it actually made me reflect on if I even pray for Hollywood. I don't. But <gasps> what your video did to me is that it encouraged me to pray for Hollywood. Wow, that makes me so happy. That's the response I get most now. I've never thought of that, people mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. And to that's another fiery dart of the enemy. Why mm -hmm. would we think to pray for people all over the world, but we don't think to pray for Hollywood? It's because exactly. it's so influential. The enemy does not want Christians here. He does not want a Christian influence in all the messages coming out of this city. Mm -hmm. He does not want Christians behind television shows, films, video games, internet projects. He knows the power of the media. He knows how storytelling gets into people's hearts. And he's trying hard to keep Christians away. And we're saying, no, the enemy's not too big. We're challenging Christians to pray in any way that we can get them to, because that's how we're going to change storytelling around the globe. The fact is, if people complain they don't like the content on television or in movie theaters, I tell them the content will never change until the heart of the person creating it changes. And their heart won't change unless you pray for them. That is so true. And you mentioned that in the, um, in the video that we need to pray because it will influence the content and the lives and the hearts of people That's in it. Hollywood. And that was like, wow, that just kind of hit me and made me reflect and say, that is so true. Um, I myself was even impacted by that video. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad. That's so great. Well, if we can do that, that's our job. So, <laughs> Karen, so how should um, or what should Christians be praying for Hollywood about now? Well, there are three different ways to do it. One is to pray for the Christians here, to be bold in our faith, to be excellent at our craft, and to get favor so that we can be in a place of influence. Mm -hmm. Whatever level of the industry we're on, everything from writers and directors and actors to cameramen to makeup artists to crew, everybody has an influence if they're really confident in their faith and want to make a difference. 
The second thing is to pray for the non-believers here, to mm-hmm. pray that they will get a chance to, to get to know Jesus, that they'll build relationships with Christians, that they'll hear the truth of mm-hmm. God, and that they will know that they need what he has, and he, they want their, his love. And the third mm-hmm. thing is to pray that the Christians on the outside will look at Hollywood differently and to realize it's the world's most influential mission field mm-hmm. and that we should be a part of praying for the people here, not talking against it. Amen. That is so true. I'm curious to find out, how do you know or get a hold of the Christian, um, the Christian people in, in the entertainment industry? How do you, do you have a partnership with other um let's say the industry field and they let you know who's Christian or how do you, how do you even find out? Well, I've lived here 40 years and I'm a producer. So I produce works and I'm a professional here and I build relationships. I'm involved in the producers guild. I have friends in the industry. My husband's a composer. This is our world. So we work here and we minister here and we have built relationships all through the years with people here. That makes sense. What are some recent testimonies that you have heard as a result from your prayer uh, gatherings? Well, we have found that when Christians find that they're not alone, that Mm -hmm. there are other believers here, it strengthens their faith. And Mm -hmm. so we've heard many, many testimonies about people saying, since I've met other believers here, since I've been prayed for, I feel stronger as a Christian. I feel Mm -hmm. more confident to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm here for the long haul. Uh, We hear stories of people who get to share their faith with their coworkers. and, And we watch people become Christians. We see all over that being a community here makes a difference in everybody's life. That is so true. Who are some Christian celebrities that maybe Christians don't even know that they're Christians? Well, there are people that are under the radar because they know that if people find out they're a believer, they'll try to, you know, find everything that's wrong with them. But there are people who are very bold about it. Denzel Washington is a bold Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, Patricia Heaton, who is on the show Everybody Loves Raymond and The Middle and uh, Carol's Second Act was her last comedy series. She's a committed believer. We have producers and directors and writers and people on all levels who are very successful and some who are just breaking in who are believers. And so it's it's on every level. It's it's really great. Chris Pratt um, loves the Lord. Matthew McConaughey. I mean, there are a lot of people here who do, who do. It's just that I don't think people on the outside realize that. I was impressed to read that one of your goals at Hollywood Prayer Network is to have every Christian media professional in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry be covered in prayer. I read you do this through your one-to-one prayer partnerships. You did mention a little bit about that. Can you briefly share how this works? Sure. We match a Christian on the outside to pray for a Christian on the inside. It's a one-to-one prayer partnership. We don't ask the industry professional to pray for the intercessor. We ask the other way around. And we say, take on this Christian professional as your media missionary and pray Mm -hmm. for them. And then we encourage the media Christian to send texts or emails or call and give ways they can be praying. Uh, We've had amazing relationships where they become good friends, where uh, one industry professional just told me recently that it's it's uncanny how her prayer partner seems to text a verse right before she walks into a meeting and needs it. And it gives her confidence to go in and all kinds of stories like that. We've matched over 2000 prayer partnerships through the years. Wow. Amen. I am and sure if anybody being... wants to be a prayer partner, I would love it. We love intercessors. We need more, especially men. It's hard to find male intercessors. And all they have to do is go on our website, hollywoodprayernetwork.org, and click on prayer, and they can get information on how to do that. Thank you for that information. I am sure being a, uh, the founder of Hollywood Prayer Network has been a challenging position for you. Um, do you also have a prayer group yourself or a partner that prays for you? Oh, gosh, yes. I have all kinds of people. I have my own prayer partner. We have a small group. My husband and I do. We have our staff prayer. And I have a team of intercessors in the industry who pray for me and pray for our team and pray for our work. So we couldn't do it without prayer. That's the bottom line. And that's the, the main thing that, that I have and I'm very grateful for. 
Amen. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Karen Covell, who is a producer in Los Angeles, California. Karen is a co-owner of Joint Effort, which is a film production company and the co-owner with her husband, Jim, of JC Productions, which is a music production company. Right now, we are talking about her new devotional book called Hollywood, Jesus, and You. Karen, please share when God put it in your heart to write your devotional called Hollywood, Jesus, and You. Oh, that's great. Well, it's been years that I've been working on this. Uh, two years ago, I started putting devotionals on the YouVersion app and mm-hmm. ended up finding that it was really getting a great response. I would do it each week per topic, a full week, seven days on anger, on mm-hmm. joy, on hope, <laughs> on everything. I even have a week on domestic violence. We deal with wow. all issues that people deal with. Mm-hmm. And then it was getting so many people reading it. I couldn't believe it that someone said, why don't you turn it into a hard copy? So this past December, I just published the hard copy version, Hollywood, Jesus, and You. And it's seven day a week devotional. Every week is a different topic. And one day each week, we focus on praying for the Hollywood entertainment industry. So it's six days of personal growth and one day a week of praying for Hollywood. And it's really been exciting. And it's available on our website or on Amazon. And we just want to encourage people to join our Gideon's Army of prayer warriors (laughs) who want to see Hollywood change through prayer. I'm interested in hearing a small part of your devotional to the listeners and also to myself. Do you have it in front of you to share just any part of it? I would love to share a page just to show how this works of Hollywood, Jesus, and you. The first week we have is is the week on prayer, because I wanted to start with the foundation of prayer being so important. And on day four, it's called the importance of prayer. I start every day with a verse and then a quote and then a prayer, reflect, act, and your thoughts. So it's a very fast, easy way to do it. And this first day, the, the verse is Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive them and will heal their land. And then I took a quote from the character of God played by Morgan Freeman telling Bruce Almighty, Jim Curry, how to pray in Bruce Almighty. And it says, what do you really care about? That's what prayer is. Pray about what you really care about. So the prayer it starts with is, Jesus, would you please give me a heart and life of humility? Would you Mm. give me a hunger to seek your face and to turn from all the sins I'm struggling with now? Thank you so much for listening to me and hearing my prayers and forgiving my sins. And I praise you for not only healing me, but for healing my family, my neighborhood, my workplace my city, my region, and my land, my country. True humility and heartfelt prayer can only come from you, O God. I pray this in your mighty name. Amen. And then next is reflect. Have you thought that when you pray, you are not only impacting your own life, but you're potentially changing your world or healing your land? Have you thought about the far-reaching power of your prayers? If you truly understood that your prayers could heal your family, your city, and your country, how Mm. would you pray differently? Imagine how your prayers for Hollywood could change our world, both in the content which is produced and in the lives of the people creating it. And then it's the challenge, the act. Including your physical body in prayer is a common practice in many cultures around the globe. More and more people are raising their hands, kneeling, and even laying prostrate. Prostrate. Can you do physically? What can you do physically to humble yourself and to seek his face in prayer? Take a chance with no one around to seek God in a new way. Wow, what a perfect scripture, Karen. Oh, I love that one. Especially for right now. Do you think that the world, not just Hollywood, but do you think the world is humbly seeking God's face more than ever? 
I sure hope so. That's my prayer. God says, and we see from man that when you go through hard times, more people turn to God. And I'm trusting Mm -hmm. that he's turning this into good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose, that Mm -hmm. people who are in a desperate state will turn to him and that Christians now, especially now, Mm -hmm. are willing to reach out and share our faith with people who are scared, who are sick, who don't know where to turn, who have lost their business, um, who are struggling financially and emotionally and spiritually. So I believe this is a time, if any, for people to turn to him, and we've got to be ready to be a part of the process. That's true. And to humbly go to him and um, know that we are called to pray for everyone. We're not called to be in judgment of anyone, really. Anyone. It is not anyone. It's God who does all of the work. We just have to lift them up to him, invite (laughs) him in, and be a part of the good news, not be a part of any judgment. Yeah, or be part of the bad news, which is the judgment, like you just said. (laughs) Wow. And the, the part where you said that it will heal the land, if we knew that prayer could do that, I really wonder. Do we really think about that? Exactly. Exactly. I think we need to repeat that 10 times. That's right. (laughs) Your prayers can actually heal our land. land. Right. It's so powerful. And what more does, I mean, what prayer is going to do to Hollywood if we added Hollywood to our prayers and including me, like I had mentioned before to pray for Hollywood um, because it will heal the land. And like you said, it will change the content. It will change the hearts and the lives of the people there. It's so true. And it's fun. Yes. Because, you know, everybody watches movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. we, we follow the, the, the tabloids of who's getting married and who's doing this and that. And if we add prayers for those people, mm-hmm. if it's a favorite actor or actress and we pray for them, or if we're watching a movie and we just pray blessings on everybody involved in that movie and to, to have them find the real unconditional love of God, we're, right. we're changing the world right there. Amen. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's it. And it's, yeah. and it's introduce it's a, Christ. It's a great thing. Absolutely. What is something special you really want people to know about your devotional book? I want people to know that we can change in any second and we can mm-hmm. turn to God and we can learn and we can get new perspectives. And if people are willing to just take a few minutes to read through it, They will grow personally and they will impact our world through praying for Hollywood. And I so want people to be open to that. In fact, to the point where we just make it available on our website. If anybody just donates a little bit, we mail it to them. We um, add them to our list to pray with us, to get insight into what's actually really happening in Hollywood. In fact, we send out an email every two weeks called the Hollywood Call Sheet. A call sheet in the entertainment industry is a list of all the people involved in a project, and it's the updated information. And so we give updated information every two weeks on what's going on here and how to pray. And I so want people to embrace the devotional, to join us in praying for the industry, and to really be a part of a very exciting journey. And how does someone get on that email list? All you have to do is email um, either info at hpnemail.org or just go to our website, hollywoodprayernetwork.org and click on join the movement. And that's all you have to do. It's very easy. We also have our phone numbers on there. We have email addresses. We make ourselves very available to anybody who wants to have a conversation. I've had amazing conversations through the years of mothers who call and say, my child wants to come to Hollywood. Are they going to lose their faith? And I say, absolutely not. We have an incredible community to plug them into. We want Christians to use their gifts and talents Mm -hmm. and, and tell great stories. And we have a list of churches online. We have a list of entertainment ministries in Hollywood. People have no idea how active God is in Hollywood. And we have it all on the website for people to get to know. 
And that's key is that if you do move to Hollywood or anywhere, really, that we're always plugged in, not only with, um, to a church, but with other, with other believers. Yes. And there are so many opportunities. There are 20 active Christian ministries in the entertainment industry alone that wow. people can get to know. They can, they can become involved in. We have prayer groups. We have over a hundred solid churches here for people to get um, connected with. There is no excuse for any Christian to come to Hollywood to not be plugged into our community. Is your devotional for both men and women, Karen? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a personal devotional with no gender preference. We want men and women to grow, to pray, to um, just jump in and get involved. I am sure that you've had challenging days, uh, Karen. And I was wondering, what scripture is a scripture that you repeat a lot because you are facing either spiritual warfare or um, anything that you may be stumbling with or struggling with? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked. My favorite verse this year, which gives me great strength, is 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. And it says, hold your head high, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, give it all you've got, be resolute, and love without stopping. Wow, that's beautiful. Isn't that great? That is beautiful. Keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Be resolute. Give it all you've got and love without stopping. It's really encouraging to me. That is so encouraging, so beautiful. What words of encouragement would you give to Christians who are entering the media or the entertainment business? I would say if God has given you gifts and talents to be creative, to tell stories, to be a part of entertainment, don't look away. Don't look back and don't be afraid. Jump in. I think it's worse to not obey God and to not use the gifts and talents he's given us than to do that in a place that might seem tough. I also say you must get involved in a church here, Mm -hmm. in the community here. You Mm -hmm. must be involved in a ministry group and be a part of a small group. You have to know that seeking God is first Mm -hmm. and that he will encourage you with your work and your gifts and talents. We tell people it's very difficult to live in Hollywood. It's a hard place. It's competitive. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. It's very, at times, very cutthroat. But if we keep our eyes on the Lord, Mm-hmm. And we get to be excellent at our craft. We have to be good at what we do. And we have to love people along the way. Then he opens the doors. He mm-hmm. wants Christians here. And we have to trust him in that. That's so true. Will you be writing more books in the future? Or do you have any upcoming new projects that you are working on? Well, I have two projects. I don't know which I'm going to start next. One is I want to have an easy guide of how a Christian can live and work and minister in Hollywood. Just a simple thing to say, hey, read this when you come here. This will encourage you and this will help you get plugged in. Another thing I want to encourage people, and I don't know if it'll be a book or just maybe speaking, I want to encourage Christian marriages. I really feel that we are in a in a crucial time in our nation with Mm -hmm. Christian marriages not being strong. And my husband and I have been married 36 years. We have prayed together every single day of our marriage, even if it's on the phone, if we're not together. And I, I just really feel strongly that to encourage Christian couples to seek God together, to pray together, to get through tough times, knowing nothing's impossible with Jesus, and to really have a strong foundation of the Lord in their marriage. Do you have a prayer group for for marriages? Well, we have um, prayer groups that are married couples. We don't call it just for marriages, but we do encourage marriages. We meet with young couples and walk through books with them, read them and encourage them. We talk to, we get single people to realize what marriage really is. A lot of them have had parents that have bad marriages and they're afraid mm. to get married. And right. so say to them, no, do not be afraid. That's God's beautiful institution. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be married, then he will, you know, he will take care of you. 
So we, we do spend a lot of conversations with the Christians in Hollywood on that. And we also know a lot of non-believers with bad marriages that we just pray for and love along the way. I know you, um, are working on a children's book and also developing a woman's anthology series. Yes. I saw the title of your book and it's about angels. Yes. Angels, angels, everywhere we go. And it's based on a true story when I was little and I have uh, gotten an illustrator and a writer to write my story. And I am working now on getting that to be a children's book. Can you give us a little bit of information about that story? Yes. Well, the bottom line is when I was five years old, my birthday is on Memorial Day weekend. And my mom had planned a beautiful birthday party for me, had everything set up and balloons and cake and presents and nobody came. And I was devastated. It was horrible. And I just felt so alone. Mm. And I learned later that it didn't matter if kids didn't come. The room was full of angels and I was so loved by God that I was never Mm -hmm. ever alone. And that any time I do something, the angels are with me. And that was so encouraging to me that I wanted to get that story to kids so that they can know if they ever feel alone, if they ever feel like Mm -hmm. um, people have turned from them, that they always know that God has his angels around them, lifting them up. That's beautiful. You have to let me know when that is out. You got it. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> now, I know you're developing a woman's anthology series. What's the story behind this? Well, it's seeing that there are so many uh, stories written about men and how they've mm-hmm. changed the world and accomplished amazing things. And mm-hmm. I started realizing there are just as many women who have done that too. And so I feel really strongly that I want young girls to have more role models So I'm putting together a series of women through history who have done incredible things. And a lot of them people don't really know about. Mm -hmm. So that's my purpose in that. That's great. What would be um, some advice you would give to, um, let's say, um, Christians about Hollywood in going back to the myths in Hollywood? Um, seeing that Christians can't make a difference in Hollywood. Let's talk about that topic. Yeah, I think Christians come here and they focus on work and they don't realize that God has given them the gifts and talents to be in this people group Mm -hmm. and that we always, every day, have something to offer as Christians. And so I want to change the mindset of Christians who are here to say, if you could start your day, Lord, use me today somehow. How can I encourage someone, pray for someone, serve someone, um, lift somebody up, give them hope? That makes an eternal difference. And so a lot of the Christians don't think of that. And I think it's important and gives our lives a richer purpose and meaning by realizing, yes, it's important to do well and to pay your bills and to have a career, but it's even more important to know that we can also impact lives along the way. Amen. And how about Hollywood isn't a mission field? We know that's a myth. Can you share more about this? Well, I think there's a bad feeling about mission fields. We Mm -hmm. think it's the old, you know, the old Catholics who went and changed people and made them think a certain way. And Mm -hmm. my study has shown that missionaries just bring good news. And so Mm -hmm. all we are to do is to consider ourselves ambassadors of the Lord, bringing Mm -hmm. good news to the people around us. And if we do that, then we can look at wherever we are. If you work in a school, if you're in a neighborhood, if you're in a business, that that's your mission field. That's your territory to bring good news to people, to pray for them, to love them, and to use your gifts and talents to a group of people that maybe otherwise don't have access to the gospel. So I try to dispel the term mission field and say, no, it's a beautiful word to just say, if we consider ourselves ambassadors of God, then wherever we go, we have to represent him well. And our mission field could be the local mission field or overseas. That's it, Marina. It's so wild how people will think, well, if you go to Africa, you're in a mission field. But if you go to your local grocery store, that's your mission field. 
wherever we walk out of our house, and sometimes it's even in our house, that's our mission field. That's where we share God's love, where we use our gifts and talents and become excellent at what we do, where we are good ambassadors, and where we offer the hope that God has given us. Amen. Karen, thank you so much for being on Faith City Outreach to share the important importance of praying for Hollywood. Could you take a minute to just talk to our listeners and to encourage them to pray for Hollywood? Oh, yes. Uh, anybody listening on this show, just know that God is moving in Hollywood. He loves the people here. He created them. Mm-hmm. He has a plan and a purpose. And if you look at Hollywood as Nineveh and not Sodom and Gomorrah, that this is a city that's being redeemed. This is mm-hmm. a place that has hope. God's people are here. Then you'll look at it differently and you'll be able to wrap your arms around Christians who are here and support us and pray for us and encourage us. And if you are a creative person, don't be afraid to come here. If you really think that you want to be a professional, that you want to be the best you can be at what you do, then come here, join the Christian community, work hard to be great at what you do and to love Jesus along the way. And I would just love to pray for the listeners if I can. Is that okay? Absolutely. Lord, I just thank you for these people listening to Marina's show. I thank you that they can make a difference right from where they are in their homes, lifting up the people in Hollywood, inviting you to come in and do your miraculous, mighty work here, and to ask that the people who don't know you can come to know you in a beautiful way, and the Christians who do know you will be more confident in their faith and more bold in telling others about you and more loving to the people they work with. Lord, thank you for these listeners. Thank you that they are in a mission field just like we are. And I would ask that you show them what their mission field is. Where is the place that they can make a difference? Where is the place you've sent them so that they can reach out and pray and love the people around them? Thank you so much. I ask that you bless Marina and her work, that you give her favor and open up opportunities for her as she is using the media for your glory. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have run out of time, but we will return next Sunday with another guest the Lord has brought to Faith City Outreach. Psalm 117, praise the Lord, all you nations, extol him, all you peoples, for great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria as she interviews Christian pastors and leaders to discuss scriptures and topics affecting the Christian community and to pray for the nations. If you need to contact Marina Maria, please email her at fcoprogram at gmail.com. That email again is fcoprogram at gmail.com. Until next time, Marina wants to remind you from Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The music used in this broadcast is used courtesy of zapswat.com.